0: Hey there, it's Sharon. You're listening to Radio Taiwan International. Welcome back to my show, Last Debatable. This is part two of my interview with Dr. Hazem El-Masri, who was born and raised in Han Yunus, Gaza. He shares with us more historic context and what life is like as a Palestinian living under Israeli occupation, including a key year 1917 and the Balfour Declaration, emergence of Zionism, military checkpoints, expanding Jewish settlements in the West Bank, and the current dire situation with the Israeli state's ongoing aggression against Palestinians. And again, if you've never heard of most of the things Hazem shared, look upon this as new input to read more and search for what you think is your truth. As a Gazan, which year, if there is a specific year that you'd like to share with people listening to this now, what time did the Israeli occupation start in Palestinian territories?
1: The Israeli colonial project started before 1948, before it, when the immigration of uh, Jews started in the late 19th century. Some of them, okay, they wanted to to, to immigrate to Palestine and to be part of the Palestinian community. Yeah. We have no problem with them. Yeah, I remember and, that there used to be uh, many
0: different groups. They, they used to live in, in peace for a long time. Yes, until... right.
1: By the way, do you know that there is a Jewish-Palestinian now? Mm-hmm. Jewish-Palestinian yeah, yeah, people yeah. in the West Bank, Jewish people in Nablus city and also in Hebron city. They are Palestinian. If we started about the problem when the the Zionist uh, Appeared. they wanted to establish a state in palestine ignoring the palestinian people yeah, who, people were already who, living there yeah. uh, living there mm. they think there is no people in palestine this is the problem and uh, they get support from major colonial power which was the, the british U- the uk yes yeah. right so the uk granted them bill declaration yeah, in mm-hmm. 1917 so declaration. after that time we saw acceleration of building or establishing the israeli or or the jewish state but actually it is it is or it was colonial project from that date they accelerated the the jewish immigration to palestine they also built their military power and the palestinian people are unarmed all of these under the british mandate Mm. from 1917 till 1948 when the british uh, mandate and in nineteen forty eight the Zionist groups started to attack the Palestinian villages and they destroyed about five hundred villages, displacing about seven hundred and fifty thousand Palestinians from their homes, and they have become refugees till now. I can I consider that date is the, the date that the Israeli occupation started Palestine. And if we consider at the uh, nineteen sixty seven, just date they just took the rest of palestine because but the main part of palestine we lost it, it we lost in 1948 it was about uh, 78% of palestine of historic palestine and 22% occupied it in 1967 and they also occupied sinai sinai peninsula uh, golan heights yeah golan heights, yeah. yeah golan heights and other parts of the they also part of Saudi arabia also in the Red Sea mm-hmm. but they didn't mention the, some some islands Israel took all of these lands and until the Egyptians managed to uh, restore the um, the Sinai Peninsula after 1973 war the Syrian Golan Heights did nothing so Israel didn't retain their land and they also attacked Lebanon yeah. in 1978 mm-hmm. They occupied part of, of Lebanon the southern part of Lebanon Galilee yes they didn't end their occupation till two thousand. Why? Because Hezbollah in Lebanon resisted them, so they can, they couldn't stay there anymore.
0: You brought up a key word that I also like to invite listeners to reflect deeply on and mm-hmm. read more about it: the word resistance. Mm-hmm. I know that some people cite the two thousand and five Israeli disengagement from mm-hmm. Gaza. Mm-hmm saying that since this happened so the state of israel no longer controls gaza Mm. how true is this
1: actually this engagement is not true okay you can say they took they took their army and their settlers out of the gaza strip but they kept their control on borders i mean borders and air and sea even before the double they didn't allow the palestinian to have airport seaport there there used to
0: be one but no longer
1: Yes, right. It just worked for two years. Israel destroyed it in the beginning of the Second Intifada as a punishment for the Palestinians because they demand to the the right of dependent state.
0: I'm really curious. What was the official reasoning that they gave that they have to, they had to destroy this airport?
1: They just uh, strike it, strike it, and then the bulldozer uh, finish it. Because, actually, Israel was there in the Gaza Strip at the time, in 2000. Uh, Israel took out its uh, soldiers in 2005. But the Israeli tanks, before that that, that that time, was in the Gaza Strip. So the Israeli tanks entered the airport, the Israeli bulldozers, enter the airport and destroyed all of it, all of its building. So in 2005, Israel Israel didn't disengage. Mm. Disengagement means you have no but relation with that place anymore. Not yeah. Yes, but Israel kept uh, has kept its control uh, on the borders, on the sea and air. Now, if if I want, if I want, for example, to use the internet, mm. I have to get permission from Israel. Not only me. I mean the companies that work in the Gaza Strip not because we are uh, we don't have uh, sophisticated the tools or or equipment even the us ambassador said that why there is no reason to to deprive the palestinian to have to access to this service just to make the palestinian don't think beyond that just think about the things the the basic need they will never think about their sovereignty or the statehood so just make them busy with
0: these mundane basic, everyday yes, life
1: yes daily lives need. Yeah.
0: this is a very good segue to talk about mm. okay let's talk a little bit about military checkpoints
1: uh-huh mm.
0: from what i read part of the everyday life of every palestinian could you share with us what going through one of the checkpoints is like
1: luckily in the gaza strip we don't have checkpoints anymore i mean before this uh, the current uh, genocide um between 2005 and, until now we don't have checkpoints, but uh, it's common in the West Bank, more than about, more than five or 600 checkpoints in the West Bank. Make uh, the Palestinian people' lives so hard. Uh, I experienced the checkpoints when it was in Gaza before 2005, okay. so I was in, in Khanounis city and my university was in the, in Gaza. So if I want to go from Hanunis to Gaza, I have to go through the checkpoint at the time. Actually, not with the experience, not the same. Sometimes they open it, just you need to slow down and the road, it takes um, about one hour. But if they close it, if they close it or they wanted to have check, okay, the Palestinian identity takes very long hours, sometimes days. People staying and sleeping on the near the checkpoints, waiting for their turn to go home. So, you know, the distance from Hanunis to Gaza is about only, only 30 minutes by car. Mm-hmm. Some people were compelled to rent houses in the Gaza Strip near their universities and work to avoid uh, going through the Israeli checkpoints. So wh- what,
0: what exactly were Palestinians being checked on in the checkpoints?
1: Actually, sometimes nothing. Just to make the Palestinian feel that by Israel, we are here. To tell them we are here. Just is a message, and sometimes if the the Israeli soldier is bored, or the if the Israeli border is angry, it can shut, shut shut the 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 road, and just Palestinian wait in the in the West Bank. Now the situation is much worse than was in the Gaza Strip. Now yeah, the yeah. current situation, you need to go through something like uh, uh, in cages. Yeah. yeah. Ah, something like cage, similar mm-hmm. cage. Yeah. Actually, in uh, in my in my in Yunis, the checkpoints they also naming the same name. Uh, they call it halab. Halab means uh, milking. You have to go through the same process as milking cow. You have to go through uh, the cage, and wait, and they check. So it happens suddenly, and sometimes it takes uh, days to just to wait to go home. And in the West Bank now, the, as I told you, it's horrible situation. Yeah. The Palestinians are, are suffering.
0: Since we're talking about the, the West Bank, from what you know, what's the situation of the expanding Israeli settlements in the occupied West Bank now?
1: Okay, you need to understand how the West Bank is divided. It is divided into four areas. We have A b yeah. c parts and we have also east jerusalem all of these under the israeli control in one way or another if you go to a area israel the palestinian authority control uh, that area totally under the palestinian uh, authority but b and c and east jerusalem all of these under the israeli control especially the security security part the situation there is too difficult all of them are suffering one way or another for example if you want to get services like electricity Mm. or water yeah or not water before that if you want to build your house if you want to renew it it's difficult if you are palestinian it's difficult to get permission license but if you are a jew you can get easily the israeli Jewish settlement they have very sophisticated and uh, advanced facilities facilities there
0: it reminds me so much of the jim crow south in the us
1: yes you can see the israeli Israeli settlement flourishing while palestinian villages Mm. lacking of water electricity and other services so the number of the israeli uh, settlers in the west bank increasing not only to control it, they want to displace the Palestinians from their lands. By building settlements, make the Palestinian lives too hard because they need to build a lot of roads, uh, that roads only for Jewish settlement, uh, settlers, and the Palestinians are not allowed to use it. So
0: there are roads that barred Palestinians from walking on it?
1: Yes, Palestinian, m- mainly the Palestinians cannot, m- most roads there, Palestinians cannot use. Because of that, Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, and other uh, major international human rights yeah. organization called that this system is an apartheid system. Apartheid. That, yes, it's mixed between being being under apartheid and under occupation. So you are debri- deprived from all the rights. You are not allowed to be part of that system, mm-hmm. and you are not allowed to be independent. Uh,
0: mm-hmm. Most people probably associate apartheid with South Africa. Yes. And just a quick note, The great Nelson Mandela Mm. used to be categorized as a quote-unquote terrorist. Terrorist, So I'm just going to put it out there, again, inviting people to read more and think of, hmm, why? On that note, mainstream media often link whatever Palestinians say or do to Hamas, Mm. as if this group reflects all people of Palestine. No political party, organizations, or entity could 100% Mm. reflect Mm. what the people are thinking or want. However, it seems like such double standards when it comes to Palestinians.
1: Yes, when Israel talks about Hamas, actually, Israel doesn't want to say the truth. The truth that Israel doesn't want to say they are not enemy to only Hamas. Their problem is against the entire Palestinian people. But they use the name of Hamas and other groups as justification to... To justify their acts and behavior, I guess behavior. Yeah. Before Hamas, Hamas was established
0: only 1987, to... right? And okay, way before 1987. They use
1: Fatah. Name. They use Fatah name. Fatah, the yeah, rival yeah, yeah. of Hamas. Okay, mm. and before Fatah, Fatah was established in 1965. And before that, why did you dis- displace Palestinians from their home and lands? Because there pro- the problem with the Palestinian people, not only with one part or the political party. If Hamas now disappeared, the problem will still exist. This is uh, actually, it's policy when you say, when Israel say, okay, our problem with only Hamas. No, all the Palestinians know that there is no safe place in the Gaza Strip. I want to tell you that information mm-hmm. about uh, the corridor that uh, Israel described as a safe corridor mm-hmm. the Palestinian can move. Israel targeted people while they are moving from the northern part to the southern part of the part I saw the that. Strip. They targeted people intentionally while they are moving so you can see this is the at the end eventually you are occupier you need to give us another another picture for me when i i told you in the my awareness started during the first intifada israel for me are just a soldier wearing helmet and a military uniform carrying gun this is really yeah. for, for me. This is right for, for me. Probably a M16 that's yes. made in the US. You, how 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 you can convince me. Israel is cool and nice and good side. If you want to do that, if you want to do that, you have to remove all the the images about you as occupier. The best way to do that is to endure occupation. If you are really okay, the most moral uh, arm in the world.
0: And I feel like with with, with all the uh with all the treaties since the 1910s um, 40s 60s 80s agreements accords etc i find that the voices of palestinian people are often missing from the picture Mm.
1: israel always try to arbitrate the palestinian's um, people history and to erase the facts and uh, the the realities that its occupation caused to the Palestinian people. Here, I will. I want to share with you a story. Uh, sure. One of my professors uh, told me. His name is Alain Brosat. He's a French uh, professor. He was in the committee member of my PhD dissertation. He told me that in 1950s, he was um, in high school, and uh, one of German foundation or organization organized an activity in Israel to work and volunteer in Israeli kibbutz in Israel. While he was working in the kibbutz, he just left the place they should be. Just uh, walked for for five minutes or 10 minutes away from that place. And he found old homes. Okay, when he came back to the, the kibbutz, he asked the organizer or the people there, what are these homes and old houses. Mm-hmm. He said, why did you go that? It's ancient history since uh, Rome empire or something like this. It's from ancient history. He said, I was naive and I believe him. After that, I started to read about Palestine. I uh, it happened to get an article a scientific article about uh, the palestinian villages that destroyed during the 1948 they mentioned the area that the kibbutz was built on these houses we saw belongs to the palestinians who were displaced from their home so this is one example on how israel deals with uh, the consequences of the crimes committed against palestinian people yeah. if you want to, to ask me about the best uh, source anyone can get information about Palestine is the people critical thinking and reasoning. they have to filter any information they enter to their minds even from the, uh, the western media mm-hmm. that totally biased to the Israeli narrative
0: same note for our, for our many other local medias please do more than just copy and paste from yes. whatever mainstream US mm-hmm. media content you got
1: they need to use critical thinking by asking themselves Why Palestinians are fighting Israel? Israel say we are peaceful, we want want peace, okay? And the Palestinian people don't want. Okay, why? Why the Palestinian people don't want peace? Is it because we like to be occupied? Or we like to be killed? Okay, if you just think about it, you will see their narrative cannot stand.
0: To wrap up today's interview, why is a permanent ceasefire important?
1: Of course, because we want to stop uh, this killing, the mass killing now. Also, it's important for the stability of the region. So if we want to see stability in the region, we need immediate ceasefire. This is that's all. And to start a new and serious approach dealing with the Palestinian issue. And the US needs to be at least honest mediator. They are always biased to, to the Israeli side. And I want to say that during the October seventh, sure. I mentioned that uh, they circulated names and the Gaza division. And I mentioned that they circulated name uh, Asaf Hamami. One of the October seventh attack uh, main goal is to make the Israeli occupation very pricey for Israel to feel that you, your occupation is not easy for you. And the second reason for all the mass killing against Palestinian people. Because of that, uh, Hamas, fights, Hamas fighters carried Asif Hamami photos. They directly went to Gaza Division headquarters, and they found Asif Hamami there, and they killed him. Asif Hamami, who, who targeted Palestinian during the Great March of Return. Yeah. And another message sure. is to the Israeli government. I hope, I hope they can change their approach to stop using security approach and use now peaceful or or at least uh, political approach if we can say and to find a solution to return the palestinian rights to
0: them well Hazm, thank you so much for joining me today and thank you so much for sharing your pleasure. insights please do take care i know it, it has been a lot a lot for you mm-hmm. sure thank, yeah. you. thank you thank you Sharon, so much